I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint Evening Market Wrap. I am Nasreen Sultana. Let's take you through all the action in stock markets today. Markets ended at 5.5 month high on Tuesday with benchmark indices at pre-COVID levels. Benchmark indices kept gaining strength during the course of the day as opposed to mixed global market cues. U.S. and China political tensions and the uncertainties about the U.S. stimulus package kept global markets on edge. In India, investors took comfort in the expectation of government spending to offset the impact of lockdown and progress of the monsoon and its relation to the rural economy also improved sentiments. The BSE Sensex ended at 38,528, gaining 477 points or 1.26%. The 50 share index Nifty closed at 11,385, adding 138 points or 1.23%. Gains were led by the banking index today. Markets breadth remained strongly in favor of bulls. For every loser, there were three gainers. Sectorally, banks, consumer durables and realty indices were top gainers. On the Sensex, gainers were Ultratech Cement, Kotak Mahindra, ICICI Bank, Tata Steel and HDFC Bank. Among Lagards were Tech Mahindra, Bajaj Auto, HCL Tech, Power Grid and Sun Pharma. Under a new management, Yes Bank has overhauled its risk and governance frameworks to save itself from reputational risk and come out as a brand committed to integrity, its CEO and Managing Director Prashant Kumar said. Meanwhile, Bandhan Bank on Monday said that the Reserve Bank of India has withdrawn the restrictions it had imposed on the remuneration of its CEO in 2018. Chandrasekhar Ghosh, the 59-year-old CEO of the bank, had received a compensation of Rs 2.1 crore in FY20. On Tuesday, the IDBI Bank said it has received shareholders' approval to raise up to Rs 11,000 crore by issuing shares through various modes. Prime Minister Narendra Modi's office has asked officials to speed up the process of trimming government stakes in at least four primarily state-owned banks within the current fiscal year, according to a Reuters report. The report said the four lenders are Punjab and Sindh Bank, Bank of Maharashtra, Yuko Bank and IDBI Bank, in which the Indian government owns majority stakes through direct and indirect holdings. 
The Madras High Court on Tuesday rejected Vedanta Resources petition to challenge the March 2018 closure order by the Tamil Nadu government of Sterlite Copper Smelter Plant in Tuticorin about 610 kilometers from Chennai in March 2018. The order comes as a major shock for the London-based conglomerate that had approached the High Court in February last year after the Supreme Court rejected a National Green Tribunal or NGT order allowing the plant to resume operations. Moving on to global news. Shares in South Korea led losses regionally in a mixed trading day for Asia-Pacific stocks. Korea's Kospi fell 2.46% on Tuesday. Tensions between Washington and Beijing likely continue to weigh on investor sentiment. US President Donald Trump's administration announced on Monday a further tightening of restrictions on Huawei aimed at limiting the Chinese telecommunications giant's access to commercially available chips. In other asset class news, the Indian rupee strengthened on Tuesday to close at a one-month high against the US dollar, tracking positive domestic equities and weak American currency. The local currency closed at 74.76 against the US dollar, a level last seen on 21st July, which is up 13 paise from its previous close of 74.89. Oil prices were mixed in the afternoon of Asian trading hours with international benchmark Brent crude futures up about 0.1% at $45.41 per barrel. That's all for now. I'll be back with market updates tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.